Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I am so glad you're with me again today. Uh, if you are new to the show, I have the distinct pleasure of being the CEO of 4i400, a holding company that uh, operates, acquire, what do we do? <laughs> I get it wrong all the time. Acquires, operates, and grows e-commerce brands. And I'm going to tell you today about uh one of our biggest wins we've had in a long time for uh, for any of our brands, this is for our skincare brand, Bamboo Earth. Um, we stumbled into a giant Facebook ads win uh, with some content and some creative that just like has crushed for us in a way that I really didn't expect, really didn't see coming. Uh, so we got lucky once and I'm gonna tell you the process exactly. I'm gonna give you the numbers, but I'm gonna give you the exact process as well that we're putting in place so that we can get just as lucky again in the future. So when I said in the intro that we were lucky, I meant it. I meant we were lucky. Like. We did not see this uh, massive performance improvement coming, but it came, and it came for Bamboo Earth, our skincare brand, in a, a big way. So um, end of the year was pretty disappointing. End of 2020 was pretty disappointing for Bamboo Earth um, in a lot of different ways. Misprojections. We had some good moments. We had some um, you know, you know, record revenue day for one day, but just still, we didn't quite get to where we expected to get to, um, and certainly we're, we're missing our projections, um, and the ad account was in some trouble, and uh, so we started throwing a whole bunch of stuff at the account, and uh, necessity is the mother of invention so much of the time. Um, and uh, in the midst of that, trying to solve that problem, we we uh, grabbed, we had had a backlog of user-generated content, UGC, real customers who we um, had sourced UGC from, and just said, tell us about your routine, tell us what you love about this product if you love it, and send us a video, and we'll send you a gift card. So, um, So we did. We, uh, we sent a gift card um, out to uh, these customers who sent us some videos. We created a backlog of I mean, 30 to 50 pieces of content, like quite a bit, um, and started sifting through them. And we've been sitting on this content for a while, including a piece that we put into the account in the middle of December. And holy cow. <laughs> I mean, just immediate massive increase in performance. Immediate massive. Let me just tell you... Um, let me give you some context for what I mean by that. So last 30 days, we, um, we've spent a little over $240,000 at a, at a slightly better than a two to one ROAS, uh, for bamboo earth. Um, the previous 30 days, uh, leading up to that, we had spent $138,000. And of course the previous 30 days, at the time of recording this, includes basically the entirety of holiday, including Black Friday. So we massively outspent our holiday uh, spend, and we uh, that that uh, total performance was a 1.74, 138 grand at a 1.74 ROAS. So um, so like we not only massively outspent our previous 30 days, but especially when you factor in the delayed attribution that's still in front of us. Uh, for, for this last 30 days of spend, we outspent and outperformed in terms of our ROAS efficiency uh, that previous time period. Um, so uh, yeah, 30 days over 30 days, we spent a ton more money, like what, 60% more, something like that, about 100 grand more in spend at much better performance, probably 50% plus performance improvement when you factor in the entirety of delayed attribution, plus we'll get a bunch of LTV on that. And, um, and that is mostly owing to this UGC that we, um, not entirely, I mean, we certainly spent on other things, but we, uh, 
Uh, so much of that is owing to this UGC, this user-generated content, this video that this customer sent us. And of course, we're going to take care of her <laughs> as, as best as we possibly can. We, we had no idea this was going to happen, but she just loved the um, she just loved her product. And so we um, put it in front of people and people responded incredibly well. We were seeing at the peak before it started to tail off some, we were seeing an average video watch time at one point of 18 seconds. I mean, that's like ridiculous. The actual like total average time, I think uh, that gets spent on Facebook videos is like four or five seconds from the studies that I've seen. Like, um, you know, even that includes people who have like opted, like who've started watching, not just everybody who scrolls right past. Like, I mean, we were just crushing every possible metric, massive CTRs. Um, customers just clearly loved this. And, and again, all it is, is a woman who's a real customer who's just telling people how much she loves the product. Um, so, that really made a huge difference for all of, uh, you know, not only Bamboo Earth before 400, it was just a really, really big win. And this is the kind of thing that happens with Facebook ads. It's helpful to remember, I think, that in some ways you're always one ad away. And this is an outlier level of performance. Like we're just, we're beating any possible projection any of us ever had. But, um, but you know, there, there is this reality where things can change on a dime. It's frustrating and it's also hopeful a lot of times. That includes you listening right now if you're running Facebook ads. Um, you know, consider what you can do to generate new content. So, um, so that's the amazing performance, but I'm not just here bragging about how things went well for us or something. Um, what I want to tell you is what we are doing to put a process in place to make this happen for not only Bamboo Earth, but for our other brands. Because the obvious thing to do here is to turn around and go get a whole bunch more of that. Um, I remember seeing Savannah Sanchez, who's a formerly a Common Thread Collective um, uh, ad strategist and a really good Facebook ads um, thinker, say that across a bunch of her accounts on her agency that she runs now, um, that she had seen... Uh, something similar, which was that UGC generally was performing really, really well for a lot of her brands. So, um, so you know, just there's this real chance that UGC can be a really, really um, helpful ad creative style for lots of brands. So, so you know, I think we have slept on this a little bit in terms of generating a bunch of ad creative uh, that that totally can work and we've, we've you know, seen a lot of success with that, but uh, we're deciding to go like, wait a minute, we're seeing this kind of performance, we've seen performance somewhere in this range before with other UGC, so why don't we go and get a bunch more of it? Um, and, uh, and so here's what we're gonna do. So first, I'm just gonna break down for you exactly how to do this, okay? So first, you gotta source the content. So send out a campaign to past customers and I would say for starters, if you have repeat customers or customers who have rated you five stars, just take that bucket um, of customers and send them the first version of this offer because you want to find people who you have good reason to believe love your product. Find those customers, offer them a gift card, make it worth their time um, for some free stuff uh, and say, hey, you send us a video and you know, without even looking at it, like basically we're going to send you a gift card as soon as we've validated that it's at all real. Uh, as long as we have permission to put on our website, social, run ads with it. Okay, so start there. Take that campaign that you start with um, and then duplicate it into an automated flow. Whatever the parameters were that you put around it for 
the customers you sent it off to initially, throw it in your post-purchase automations under the same parameters, and now in the background all the time, you will have a content sourcing machine running, okay? So send it as a campaign, and then just duplicate it and put it in your post-purchase automations for other customers, exclude anybody who's seen it before, okay? Something like that, okay? So there you go, so now that's running, okay? Uh, that what I would probably do there, like one thing we'll probably do is send an example video in there um, for for uh, customers to, which um, is to say to them, Here, here's what, kind of what we're looking for. So that way they know. Um, you could probably do this a couple ways. Have them upload the video through a landing page is probably the best way to do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, as far as the technical end, there'd be a few ways to get somebody to upload a video that you can use. You can figure that part out yourself. But basically, um, as long as you have a fairly simple way for them to upload, send you a video, uh, it shouldn't be a problem. And uh, from there, after you've automated it, create your customer service response, right? So you're gonna want some way to get that gift card to them, make sure that's all smooth, have that integrated nicely, thank them profusely. This person has just taken their time for a small reward, relatively speaking, to do that. Um, okay, and then, here's the next thing I want you to do. Uh, Instagram video can only, there's a couple things here. Instagram video can only run uh, uh, if it's less than 120 seconds, I think, at the time being. So um, most many, especially for something like you know Bamboo Earth, where there's a full routine with it, or if we do this for Slick, right, if people are gonna wash their vehicle for us, um, in those cases, many videos will come in at longer than two minutes, okay? So you will not be able to run it on Instagram. So what I would do is create a one-by-one -one aspect, uh, you know, square video uh, cut-down version of this video, uh, a square version that is less than 120 seconds, so that when you go to launch these ads, you now can cover uh, you have now created a shorter version of the video that can run on Facebook or Instagram. And then when you go to launch it, what I want you to do is launch both the long form video that they first sent you, totally uncut. I mean, exactly as they sent it to you, okay? And the shorter version in the same ad set. This is really crucial. Um, I know, I know you are going to be tempted to not even run the full length version because they're gonna go, oh, there's these parts that are so boring and I don't care and da 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 and nobody's gonna watch this. And I am telling you, your instincts are not necessarily true. Like, you, I just, advertisers are like this. They just go with their gut on this idea that like, here's what good or boring or whatever content is, and you are wrong very often. Like, we have this joke all the time at 4x400 and CTC, just like, like, as soon as you're excited about an ad concept, that's like a guarantee that it won't work. And the opposite is also true when you launch an ad that you're not even that excited about, it's gonna like smash the world and make you a ton of money, okay? Um, you just, your gut feeling is not a good predictor of what will be successful or not. It is not, and you've gotta get it out of your head. You have to get it out of your head that it is. Um, because, uh, because, you know, of a lot of reasons, especially with UGC. There are people who will engage with real content from real customers that is uncut, maybe because it feels more authentic, um, but yeah. So brand standards, all that kind of stuff, I totally get it. If you have to edit for those reasons, you know, go for it. But if you're editing just because you're, you, know, you think your cut down is better, like it might be, but it might not be, and you might be leaving lots of money on the table. So the simple solution to this is launch both versions, the full length version, and your one-by-one -one cut down version in the same ad set. Why? Because if you're in the same ad set, Facebook will distribute the winner of those two ads the maximum amount. So if your cut down version is, 
is the best version content-wise. Not only will it be the only one that makes it to Instagram because it has to be less than 120 seconds on Instagram, but also if it is the better performing ad on Facebook, then Facebook will know that and it will send it to all of your Facebook audience, right? So um, there's another aspect here, which is that if you don't have any Instagram content available um, in an ad set, you will be cutting off volume, which means you will also be cutting off efficiency because you'll be limiting the total audience you can reach. And therefore you'll have to reach a deeper percentage of the smaller audience, which always works against your efficiency. So for a lot of reasons, it's tactically important that you give get both versions of that video. So I just wanna reinforce that. You need to get it there for tech, tech specs reasons, right? You gotta get under 120 seconds. A, a one by one tends to do well. Um, your short version may be more engaging than the long version, it may not be, and that's important. And then also you wanna reach as deep as possible into the audience to give the algorithm um, the most possible options uh, for, um, for who to put your ad in front of, and that way you can reach uh, a smaller percentage of your total audience, which tends towards efficiency. So, okay, there's a, that was a mouthful. I hope you followed all of that. If you didn't, just take my word for it. <laughs> get, a, get a sub 120 second cut down to go along with your full length one, launch them both in the same ad set and go from there. Uh, so automate that process, find every possible way. Use Zapier to send stuff from one place to another. Use Gorgeous or whatever your customer service software is to with macros and automations. Like do everything you can to smooth this thing out uh, as much as you can. But Highly recommended. Here's what's going to happen when you do that, okay? You're gonna get a lot of stuff that's not good. Uh, you are, you're gonna get customers who send you stuff um, that is is not really good and is off-brand and says the wrong thing about your product and for all kinds of reasons you can't even run it, okay? But you paid very little for that content so it's okay, okay? Um, you're gonna get some stuff that you do not think is good, test it anyway. I'm telling you, test it anyway, because your gut feeling is not a good predictor of what's what people actually want to see, okay? Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Um, and then you're going to get, you might even get some stuff that is like this that is just like really, really great, and you're going to get all of it, and here's the beauty. My guess is that most of this stuff will not massively outperform your um, other creative content, but some of it will. Some of it will, or will at least perform on par with it, and now you will at least have some additional creative into your account, and you will do it for very cheap, relatively speaking here, very cheap. Um, you'll do it with customers who are excited to be a part of your brand, um, take care of them if they smash for you, go out of your way to thank them and to send them free stuff and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and in the middle of that, You'll get, uh, you'll find a couple diamonds in the rough, probably. So again, some brands, some products are going to lend more to this sort of thing than others. Uh, this might not even be really applicable for your brand, but that's my recommendation. Give that a shot, and I'll tell you, I'm going to do this now for all of our brands, including the ones that I don't think this will work as well for, because my gut is. I mean, I've been doing this for a little while now. I've spent a lot of money on Facebook ads. And my gut is still not an accurate predictor of what's going to work. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to instead uh, source a bunch of stuff. Try to scale the winners and go from there. You can do that. It's a very cheap way to get a lot of good content. You can put that stuff on your PDP and social. There's all kinds of other uses for it as well. Um, go from there. See what you can come up with. Maybe you will find a massive winner the way uh, we did. And if you do, uh, after you get lucky once, make it possible for yourself to get lucky again. So there you have it. We haven't, I don't think I've done an episode for a little while. I don't think that was just about like some giant win that's in the bank, but um, that was, it's been really encouraging and really exciting. So um, 
I, uh, again, that video is in the show notes, so you have that there if you want to go see what that is. It's really not even the most important thing, though. It's just UGC that worked, um, and you can go get that for your own brand as well. I highly recommend it. Uh, I think this is a strategy that is very simple, very easy to automate, and, uh, and it's just very low cost, so I just kind of don't know why you wouldn't try it. Uh, having said all of that, you can find me on Twitter. That's where you can find me, at Andrew J. Ferris. Would love to talk to you there. Uh, and you can also email me, podcast at 4x400.com. I will be updating you soon on how uh, our 31 Bits uh, influencer rollout is going. I'm really, really excited about that. I talked about that on the last episode, if you don't know what I, or one of my last episodes anyway, um, depending on when all this stuff comes out. And I also want to just get out in front. Stay tuned over the next couple weeks beginning of February, we're going to drop some some really big news for us. Um, and uh, so just keep an eye out for that. If you're not sure about like how it's going, staying with the, uh, the e-commerce playbook podcast and your subscriptions, you're thinking about unsubscribing, I'm getting a little boring, whatever. Uh, hang with me for another couple weeks. There's going to be some big news we're going to drop, jump into and talk through with, uh, I think, more detail than almost anybody else will give you on something similar. So hang in there. Stay tuned for future episodes. Otherwise, you can reach out to me, rate and review all that good stuff. Thanks so much, as always, for listening, and good luck to you.